Featuring fine hardwood since 1960, this is News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown. From ABC News, I'm Richard Cantu. FaceTime with a special counsel? It could happen for President Trump on the Russia probe. Over the weekend, President Trump again said the Russian investigation is a waste of time. You know, I guess the collusion now is dead because everyone found that after a year of study, there's been absolutely no collusion. But special counsel Robert Mueller's team still wants to ask the president questions about that Russian investigation. Sources telling ABC News Mr. Trump's lawyers are trying to limit the interview and may ask to just provide written answers. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. In Nashville, the president addressed the National Farm Bureau Oh, are you happy you voted for me? You are so lucky that I gave you that privilege. Uh, the other choice wasn't going to work out too well for the farmers. I hate to In Southern California, flooding fears in areas burned by wildfires as the first winter storm of the season promises several inches of rain. ABC's Mark Cotarobles in Ventura County. If that forecast follows through, there is a high probability that a significant mud flow could impact this area, and that would be bad news for the properties below us. Mandatory evacuation orders issued in parts of Los Angeles and Santa Barbara counties. Court hearing in Flint, Michigan in the case of regulators facing criminal charges in the lead-tainted water debacle. Special Prosecutor Todd Flood told the judge the four regulators knew Flint's drinking water was contaminated and didn't do anything about it. They have a duty that they get notice and warning, knowing that something bad could happen, and sure enough that bad stuff was happening. Four New York City men were sentenced in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania to prison terms ranging from time served to as much as two years in the 2013 fraternity hazing death of Baruch College freshman Michael Deng. The Pi Delta Psi fraternity was banned from Pennsylvania for 10 years. On Wall Street, stocks were mixed. The Dow closed down 13 points. The Nasdaq was a 21-point gainer. You're listening to ABC News. Here's what's happening in the Valley. Good afternoon. I'm Macy Jepson. Former Congressman Dennis Kucinich today filed paperwork with the Ohio Secretary of State to run for governor of Ohio. Kucinich served as a U.S. representative from Ohio from 1997 to 2013. He was also a presidential candidate in 2004 and 2008. A Salem woman has pleaded guilty to an assault charge because she did not disclose a fact about herself. A woman who was HIV positive for the past 14 years pleaded guilty today to a charge of felonious assault for not letting her sex partner know about her HIV status. Lisa Mutter entered that plea in Columbiana County. Ohio law says if you have HIV, you're required to tell a sex partner. Mutter soon will be facing similar charges in Trumbull County. Tom Moore reporting in the newsroom. A Mahoney County probate judge is admitting wrongdoing after a complaint filed by the Ohio Supreme Court. Judge Robert Russo failed to recuse himself from some cases that he handled in private practice before becoming judge. Russo admits he wrongly thought it was allowed since those cases didn't involve disputes or disagreements. He says he will work to correct the issue. Low-income families in the Youngstown area will soon be able to get new mattresses. Those with Heart Reach Neighborhood Ministries raised more than $7,000 to buy mattresses for the needy. Mark Samuel is the executive director of the ministry. There's some great needs in the, the Youngstown area. There's a lot of families that just need a, an extra hand up. Uh, we we want to be able to help families. We want to help them to be um, self-sufficient. Uh, but that starts sometimes with providing a bed or clothes or food uh, just to help them get back on their feet. Mahoning Valley Baptist Association and the nonprofit organization Good360 also helped in the donations. Youngstown State University today unveiled its newly revamped Kilcally Center Annex. The $350,000 annex is located where the old bookstore used to be. It is a student-focused center for uninterrupted use. From the all-new in 2018 Power Chevrolet Buick GMC of Calcutta, Ohio Newsroom, I'm Macy Jepson. Next update at 6.30. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. This is News Radio 570 WKBN, an iHeart Radio station. Leave your comment for Rivers, Rush, and Ron at 729-0989. Your comments may be 30. Don't be left out in the cold this winter. Call Mazza Heating in Girard, your factory authorized Bryant dealer. For your evening, it'll be cloudy with a few floors or snow showers possible, low of 24. Again, for your evening, it'll be cloudy with a few flurries or snow showers possible, low of 24. It's 34. 
And from News Radio 570 WKBN, well, look at who is <laughs> stepping up to my microphone what over up? there. Ladies hey, and gentlemen, I'm... John Arnold is here. So good to be back. From uh, uh, the John Arnold uh, in, uh, Investment Group. And uh, <laughs> nice to see it's a you. New name, yeah. The General yeah. Wealth Management Company, yeah, I, uh, I'm really happy to be in the studio. And it's nice to see you uh, in the studio. So anyway, let's uh, let's talk, uh, uh, there's a number of things I want to talk to you about. Let's talk about uh, Dow at record highs. All right, mm-hmm. give, me, give me your read on the economy, the stock market, where, it, you know, get in, get out, what, you know, what's going on? Runaway and, locomotive. Runaway locomotive. The train itself, the, head, the weight of the train itself is pushing that locomotive. I mean, it's the inertia is incredible. The momentum's incredible. I think you're in a raging bull market right now. So when people are nervous to get in because of record highs, you're not. I'm not. And if you if you heard my shows last year, I was like them. I was traditionally nervous. I didn't know what the future held with Trump. I didn't know what the future held with a lot of things. I thought the North Korea thing might turn ugly. Um but Why aren't you? What, what's changed? Honestly, if North Korea didn't turn ugly by now, I think it's it's just too blowhards at this point. And secondly, unemployment's falling, GDP's going up. Um, Did you, by chance, happen? To, I know you're busy here. His uh, speech he gave to the Farm Bureau today. It was absolutely outstanding. It was yeah, cutting 22 regulations for every new regulation. And and uh, I was listening to a financial guy who says, "I'll tell you why the market's doing well." You start by cutting these regulations, which cost money to businesses and time. You start by lowering the corporate tax rates. Yeah, you know these things that he's doing is having a direct effect on why this market is running like it is running. I did happen to catch that, and it, you also mentioned it on your show, and I'm so glad you brought it up because I was listening was listening to your show, and you, you got me fired up in a good way. Um, Yes. So I'll tell you a quick little story how that relates to John Arnold. Was in 2000, I started in my career, and I was really having a hard time getting off the ground, and I eventually got a trustee out in Andover slash Jefferson as a client. He's a farmer. All those guys are farmers out there. And the good, news about, the good thing about having a client as a farmer is farmers talk to other farmers. The bad news is if you do them dirty, you're going to be run out of town because they, they do, if one does one, they all do one. So I was really having a hard time getting my, my business off the ground. I got this farmer to say yes. Everybody else was losing money at the time because the bear market, and I had made him some money and some things uh, just with some government bonds and municipal bonds. And uh, long story short, that farmer became my client. He made some money. He referred basically entire the entire town of Jefferson and Andover to uh, to John Arnold, and that really led to my career to New Heights. So I have a ton of farmers as clients, is my is my, my point. They're unbelievably good investors. They're, they have unbelievable money. And a lot of them got a lot of money with shale, too. They do. And and, and that was obviously the, the gravy on the I mean, some, a lot of them, farmers get not, not just money from farming, but from shale and from cell towers. Absolutely. Seriously. Yeah, cell towers, too. But most of them got that shale money even before that. They're extremely smart with their money. They still have the same old pickup truck. They don't waste it, yeah. They, they're, they're, they're tight. Man, they're tight. So I don't want to use any... Uh, but they buy new equipment if they need They do, but they do it with tax write-offs. Right. So here's my point. Trump hit a home run with them, because, and they all love Trump, of course, because though, you know those are the guys with the backbone of America producing food for our, for our tables. And they've been crapped on all these years. And another thing that I get bad about is the death tax. And the, and he was right. There's no, And other than being... You know, there's no taxation without representation there. Meaning that if you die, who's representing the ghost? Who's representing the death of that person? No one. So how can you qualify taxing somebody after death? That's not fair. And no one's ever called people on the carpet on that before, and Trump has. So good for Trump. It was a win. It was a win for America with that, and uh, I, I loved it. I always thought that was BS, to tell you the truth. Um, and I have, a, and, and I would love to argue a liberal or Democrat on that and saying, why do you think somebody should pay tax a, why should, after you die? Why should there be an argument about that even? Isn't but that there just is. common sense? Because, the, because they'll tax you and regulate you to the death because it's easy for them to get a paycheck. But ask one of them, ask one of them the right one. Right, but but I'm, all I'm trying to say is, doesn't that? Why should you have to sell off part of your family farm to keep your inheritance? You who, shouldn't. Who that's, says that's, that's a good idea? That's the most ridiculous. Who, even if it was, 
even if it was $2 in tax, tell me why I owe that in, in death. Right. But I mean, what Democrat, this should be an American thing saying that's it's just not. a raping of somebody's. No, it's not. They look at it the opposite if it's greed. But it's not. No, it's not. You're just giving more of your. If you if you listen, if you add up all the taxes you pay between government, That's state, ridiculous. city, uh, sales tax, exercise exercise tax, tax on the, you're at fifty fifty five percent for the year. It's unbelievable. That's not what this country is founded on. And to add, and then the, the the little gut shot is the death tax. So I'm, I, I thought what he did today was excellent. I love the talk. I wish he kind of presented it in a little bit of a different way, but he. He got his point across, and uh, that's that. Right. I, I just thought he hit it out of the park. I, th- I wish he would do that every day, John, exactly what you saw. And I just think, you know, when you look at it, to, uh, to I don't even know why there's an argument. I don't understand. What's wrong with me keeping more of my money? It is my money. Yeah, with you this tax it. plan. You earned it. What's wrong with a corporate tax rate at 21% so we're more competitive? What's, uh, you know, when you, when you look around and you see these things, Aren't you willing to say, let's give this a try for a change? Because the other way isn't going to work. Well, that's, Ta- taxing. You, that's when everybody talks about NAFTA going away and crying the blues about that and this and that. Listen, has it worked for you, GM employee? Has NAFTA worked for you? And that answer is a hell no. Right. No, they crapped on those guys. They sent their jobs over to China and India and all these other companies. And, and then they, they, they dare fight somebody taking NAFTA away. That, Bill Clinton and them guys and George Bush were all for NAFTA. How'd that work out for us? And Obama. And, you know, and even what are your thoughts about his strategy? And some people are upset with expanding drilling and that kind of stuff. The reason why when it's, John, when it's uh, four below zero and my house is 72 degrees and I'm paying less than $3 in MCF for natural gas. Because or I'm paying favor. $240 for gasoline. It's because, you know, he wants America to be energy independence from these nut jobs that, that are just... Well, those guys want to have a cup of coffee and have a beer with these guys in Saudi Arabia, and they want to cater to them. Trump doesn't really give a rat's ass. That's what I love about the guy. It's America first in every way, mm-hmm. including our military, and I'm all for it. Right, and and being energy independent and low energy prices benefit everybody. Absolutely. You know, so he's opened up a lot of places that people, well, you know, in the ocean or in national parks and that kind of stuff. There's a reason why he's doing it, though. I agree. And it's just to make us energy. So where are you then investment-wise now? I mean, hey. I mean, tell me about your clientele and your new clients and what's going on at John well, Arnold's. What's been going on? Uh, for, we had an, a ridiculous December. We gained like $12 million in assets in December, which is a record record month for us. Our normal asset retention or gain is normally like $3 million a month. Uh, just everything kind of hit. So I'm really excited and, and, and pumped. Um, I don't want to give away the ship, but I will say we hit a couple home runs last last year just by pure luck. I had invested in um, building materials. I had invested in uh, industry, which is like Caterpillar and, and United Rentals and those kind of companies. And then here comes the hurricanes and everything. And then, yeah, I, I did it back. I did it at the beginning of, of January and February thinking this is what Trump's getting into, the infrastructure rebuild. And they were doing mediocre. They were doing SP 500 returns. Too. So I wasn't losing people. We were making money. But I wasn't knocking a sock off the ball like Amazon or Facebook. And then comes the hurricanes. And damn it, if these things didn't spike through the roof, I look like made me look like a genius. So I got lucky with those ones. But so here's my point to your question. So 2018's portfolio is very similar to 2017's portfolio, which kind of makes me look lazy. But I tell my my folks that are making these kind of returns, if it ain't broke, we're not fixing it. Right. We I will say we have a new we have a new uh, avenue we're going down. We're going down the biotech route. So biotech took it on the chin the past six months. No, uh, no biotech. Uh, okay, that like, sound like an idiot. What do you what do you mean? No, biotech's like uh, innovative. New coming medicine mm-hmm. that might be now a phase, that's risky, isn't it? It's very risky. Phase one, phase two, three trials, and a lot of them, you know, it's throwing spaghetti at the wall. And when one of them go through phase three and hit and get FDA approval, then they spike. All right, so obviously, we stay away from the individual stocks, but there's funds that are just made up of biotechs. So we'll throw eight to twelve percent of our our clients in the biotech this year. I'm looking for a, a good entry point right now. Like the biotech I wanted to buy went down a buck, so it looks like it's a good buy right now. Um, but that's a new play that we haven't talked about on the radio. And that's why, uh, for our listeners out there, that, means, what, no, that doesn't what, mean you buy it because no, that's ex- extremely aggressive. It's very lose. risky. Yeah, very what, risky. Uh, uh, what was there about, just g- give me your thinking process. 
What about that risky area? Tweaked your interest to to pull the trigger. Well, I'm, everything that I, everything I'm seeing is kind of up. Even banking, which has you know been dismal compared to the SP 500, is starting to really jump. So I'm looking for stuff that's down. I'm looking for stuff that can make <laughs> us make us some real money, not keep pace with S and P, but the beat S and P. Right? That's what John was getting paid for. I got. We're talking about our aggressive to moderate aggressive accounts. So our aggressive accounts are are. Are, we're looking to do some new innovative stuff, but also keep the train on the track, making the kind of returns we're making. We're we're making some really crazy returns right now. That's the truth. And you know, my biggest scare is our clients are going to expect this every year because they'll get that nice taste in their mouth. And we scale back to maybe an eight to ten percent return, which is normal. And they're they're expecting which is still really good. Out of yeah, they're expecting out of space returns because that's what we've been achieving. This is an anomaly year. I need the clients to know that, and the listeners know it. It looks like I'm this guru and this, you know, just brilliant guru money man. And I wish I could say that I am. We have a great market. I got some good picks. Uh, I got lucky on some things. And really, a lot has to do with the market. I just got a really good market behind me. I could definitely, I cannot get these kind of returns in a, in a mediocre market. Have you changed any of your stuff based on a new tax package? You know, from- I have not. As a matter of fact, I did just the opposite. Because I didn't, we have such, we have great gains, and I believe them. I believe that those gains are going to continue to climb. Had I sold to beat the tax ramification or non-tax ramification, I would have, I would have, I would have hurt my clients either way. So we're carrying it over to long-term capital gains, which is at fifteen percent, and not to mention on our non-IRA portfolios, I don't want to cost them a gain if we don't need to. So we're going to ride that pony as long as we can. Um, there's been no change in the tax reform, or there's been no change in my portfolio in relation to tax reform. Talk about uh, two areas here. Talk about uh, if you're what, how old do you have to be when you have you have to start taking out of your 401k in that? 70 and a half. You have to do what's called an RMD, which is about a 4.2% uh, uh, percentage of your IRA portfolios. And that means all IRAs. So a lot of clients think that it's just an IRA they held with me. But if they get CDs at the bank or CDs at another broker or whatever, you have to add them all up. And so when you're 70 and a half, you have to start taking you money out. You have to. Do you know the reason why? Because you're going to die? Nope. Well, that is partly the reason. <laughs> Throw me a bone, Arnold. <laughs> no, that, that, but you're, you're halfway right. But do you know the, the strategic no. right? So all this IRA money has been deducted or pre-tax all, all of its life, right? It's also grown pre-tax. So not only to go in pre-tax, but it's also grown pre-tax. So the IRS has never got $1 of this money, right? You can pass money on generation and generation without taxing. You can do what's called a spousal IRA or a beneficiary IRA. So the IRS is assuming that if you turn 70 and a half, you're going to die within the next 12 to 14 years because the age expectancy in our country. So what they want is some of their money before you die. So you're partly right. So... What they say is we wanted you to take what's called your required distribution, required minimum distribution at age 70 and a half, and there's a calculator and FINRA and some various other websites that you can go to to figure that. We do that for our clients for free, obviously, on our own, and we send the check to the IRS, and, you're, and that's the way it goes. The IRS says, I want mine now. Do you, John Arnold's our guest, do you, do you have people that uh, you almost have to say, listen, you got to start taking money out of it, and they don't need it or they don't no, want to? No, most all of them don't need it. Majority of the people that come into our firm have hundreds of thousands of dollars to millions. And the reason why they have hundreds of thousands of dollars to millions is because their spending habits have not changed. They're still cutting coupons. They're still, they're still turning the air down in the summer. And they're still turning the heat down in, in the winter, just like you probably do. So, And they're still driving to the cheapest gas station in town. And regardless of their millions and hundreds of thousands, their thing is, hey, if I don't need it, I don't want to pay taxes on it. So sometimes that conversation gets hairy. That's mm-hmm. the truth. I was uh, I was also listening to a, a, a fellow that was talking about it reminded me of you, and he was talking about taking Social Security at sixty two or at sixty six or sixty five or at seventy, and 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 uh, and the guy said basically if you get less if you take it at sixty two but you're taking early if you add up the total amount you would get based on typical life expectancy. 62 is not, you, you know, you're, you're, you're the, I mean, the total amount you get, it's pretty close. I told you, I told people that all the time. I know, but we I mean, people are saying, well, wait a minute, I'm going to hold off because I get more next year. And you do, or the year after that. But it, and, uh, and how much you collect but overall. Who cares if you die at 72, right? But overall, you're not going to be collecting. No, you're more. not. You're not. And I tell people that all the time. Like, well, 
one the taxation's high or or I you know we can get five six hundred dollars more at at this age so who gives a rat's ass because right I want you to get your money back damn it hang I on I want you to get your money back John Arnold coming back with more I got plenty to cover here he's here till seven News Radio five seventy WKVN stay tuned. The keyword luck to 200 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Money. <laughs> Standard data and message rates apply. That's luck to 200 200. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box inside Cheap Tobacco State Street. Gerard, we're at 34 right now, dropping to 24 4. Hello tonight, be freezing for a high tomorrow. Be 32 will be the high, 22 will be the low. Wednesday 43, Thursday 52, Friday 44. John Arnold's with us on News Radio 570 WKVN, and we're talking about uh, investing. So, so that's why they have you start taking it out. What do you advise your clients uh, right now uh, with, with uh, you know, t- well, it, may, it might be too late for 2017, but for 2018, you know, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of people. If you're self-employed, you should have a SEP, right? Explain, ex- well, explain what you how you advise your clients. Well, I always let the the, the, the CPAs be the quarterback on whether SEP or simple, or single K, four one K, or four one K, et cetera, um, because they're going to figure out the best benefit as far as you know there's some employers that don't want to match or have the employees in the participation and there's some employers that do or some some it doesn't make sense for the tpa fees etc so we let the accountants do that and then once the the accountants say yes it's going to be it's going to make sense to do the sep ira for these reasons then we we implement a sep ira which can by the way be funded all the way up until you file your taxes so they have till April 15th of 2018 to get 2017 SEP funded, which I highly recommend. Your accountant will have software that he or she can plug in the data to say, well, if you don't do a SEP, you're going to owe the IRS this much. But if you do a SEP, you're going to owe the IRS this much. Likewise with a uh, with an IRA, maybe. Right? Or, an, or an IRA. for If you're an individual listening at home, 55 or 6,500, depending on your age, might reduce you to the point where you don't re- you don't owe any taxes, you don't get a refund, but you don't taxes. So it's important that you uh, talk to your investment person right now. What do you like? Do, do you prefer the Roth IRA? It's there's no pre- there's no preference. Um, I would say for younger people, especially if you're getting a refund, I definitely would say do a Roth. And the Roth is where you pay the taxes now, but you don't pay it when you take it out, right? Yes, but it also grows tax deferred like a traditional IRA, mm-hmm. which is o- often confused. People think, well, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want, you know, I want the tax write off, et cetera. Okay, you're not getting the tax write off granted, but the gains are being tax deferred, just like a traditional IRA. But when you pull it out, then it's non taxable, and there's no RMD. And isn't the the philosophy, John, that the taxes will be going up, uh, uh, maybe up more, and that's why you want to be able to get a Roth and pull it out without having to pay. That, that is, that is, but you got to keep in mind, like for me, for or if you make a certain amount of money. Unless you do what's called a backdoor IRA, which we could have another show on, um, you can't put money into a Roth IRA for a certain amount of income. But if you do qualify for a Roth IRA, uh, as far as income wise, um, it's, to answer your question, it, it, it's one of those things to where it's a case per case basis. Sometimes somebody needs that tax write off. Somebody needs to do a traditional or more money into their 401k versus a Roth. It's just, it's really on a case per case basis. But my favorite. Vehicle in general, investment-wise, again, vehicle tax label is a Roth. And uh, and how many times as you've as you've had clients over the years, basically, from you know when they were younger to now where they've gotten older? Okay, do you have to sit down and say to them, you know, they've gone from one thing to the other? Okay, here's how we're going to plan your um, assets as you get older and closer to the end of the line, if you will. I mean, do, do you do you look at that and and bring that oh, discussion yeah, up? Absolutely, I would. I, listen, I sensitive you, area because no, we all think is. we're going to be around forever. But I mean, you've you've been around a long time, and if you've had clients when they were uh, you know fifty five or whatever or fifty, and now they're sixty five, I mean, you've been around a long time. That now you got to bring it up. Okay, now let's let's talk about this. Yes. So. I, I hate using the term expert because I think an expert might be the one, the top maybe five people in the world. But let's just say that I'm very good at estate planning, 
And that's because of my old former life to where I was doing financial planning and life insurance and annuity planning, of which I love the planning side of it, but I hated the sales side of it. So I know that industry inside and out. And now that I've made this, all this money for these clients and, uh, and they're approaching that pass on era. So when I inherited these clients or when I got these clients, they were in the growth to income area. And now they're in the pass on era. So were they saying, I don't need this couple Pause for a second. Do a lot of them say, geez, I never thought I'd have this kind Every of money. Every one of them. Every one of them. I mean, seriously. They don't even know how to relate. Right. I mean, you know, to say, I, I, you know, we saved. I can't believe we got this kind of money. They don't even know how to relate. And now they're talking about what? how do we do it so we can keep it and our kids and all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. They're looking to skip probate and they're looking to skip, uh, obviously, nursing home care, taking that money down. Um, they're looking to pass the money on the cheapest and the fastest way possible. And that's common sense But stuff, you but excel at it. I would say I excel at it. Yes, I do. All right. Hold the phone, all right? All right hold the phone. <laughs> he excels at it. It's the one, the only, <laughs> live and in person. That's funny. John Arnold is here tonight on News Radio 570 WKB. And I will pick up our discussion with this. You know, as, as we go from one year to the next, find out how he addresses that with his clients when we come back right after this. Stay Absolutely. tuned. Absolutely. Live from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. O'Charlie's, good food, good times. This is 570 WKBN, Youngstown Warren's only news radio. This is what's happening in the Valley. Former Congressman Dennis Kucinich has filed paperwork today to run for governor of Ohio. The Cleveland Democrat served as a U.S. representative from 1997 through 2013. He also was a presidential candidate in 2004 and 2008. A woman pleaded guilty today to a charge of felonious assault for not letting her sex partner know about her HIV status. Lisa Mutter entered the plea this morning in Columbiana County. Ohio law says if you have HIV, you are required to tell a sex partner. Youngstown State University is unveiling its newly revamped Kikali Center Annex this afternoon. The annex, located in the space of the old bookstore, is a student-focused center for uninterrupted use by students. The cost? $350,000. Storm Team 27 forecast a wintry mix possible with high in the mid-30s. From the all-new and 2018 Power Chevrolet Buick GMC of Calcutta, Ohio Newsroom, I'm Macy Jepson. Next update at 7. Just ahead, more stimulating talk from the O'Charlie's Digital Studios. $9.99 menu, nine great meals, one great price. O'Charlie's. Need a furnace checkup? Call Mazza Heating and Cooling in Girard, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. For your evening, it'll be cloudy with a few flurries or snow showers possible, low of 24. Again, for your evening, it'll be cloudy with a few flurries or snow showers possible with a low of 24. It's 34. All right, uh, John Arnold's here on News Radio 570 WKBN. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's continue on here. So, we have to plan for as people get older and so that they can keep some of their money. I want you to talk about, and uh, I, I, I realize folks I had mentioned this. Probably about a month ago when I was on, then I took some vacation and we ran out of time. You have, he has one of the insurance plans that is the only one that really makes sense to me when it comes to nursing home care. You've, you've talked about the, the traditional ones that would be out there and how damn expensive they would be in premiums and get more expensive and you'd never get that money or if you die. Explain why you don't like those plans. And why you do like your plan, because this is part of estate planning. Well, we offer various plans that are almost very similar to each other that I'll explain what it does again. Uh, and then, But the one I prefer is, and the only reason why I prefer is Pacific Life is because, like, Lincoln has one and some other companies have one, and we can use those. But Pacific Life's the strongest. That's the one I know going in. It's never going to argue with my client. I'm giving their money back. But let's talk in generalities. So there's a long-term care slash life insurance plan out there that will give you long-term care insurance, life insurance, and a savings account all in one, which means you can get your money back at any one time. So the, the reverse of that is when you used to buy traditional long-term care insurance, you would put money in. <coughs> Excuse me. And how much money? Because it would be subscribing. You want me to Heimlich you? Yeah. It was uh, 
<laughs> it, oh, was, it was substantial money, right? You're, you're yeah, mo- I mean, you're monthly. Yeah, seven fifty a month. Okay, seven fifty thousand bucks a month. Now you pay that over ten years. That's a, a buck, one hundred twenty thousand. Maybe you've doubled, you've doubled your money in SP if you had put it in there. That's almost a quarter million dollars you put in. Let's say you die, you never use it. Life insurance company rides off into the sun and set with your money. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. Secondly, life insurance companies that uh, offer these would make you use their own doctors. So, you know, if I'm getting paid by the insurance company, now I'm a doctor and my practice is already hurting from getting beat up from Medicaid and Medicare. I'm going to cater to the life insurance company to make sure they don't have to pay unless they really have to. Uh, and then a lot of a lot of folks sometimes decide in their mid seventies or eighties, you know what? Hell, I'm going to chance it now. I already made it past this point. I wish I could just get my money back. I put into this life this this long term care policy. Well, in comes these new plans. That's they've been coming. They've been around for four or five years, but they really. Really tighten these things up to really make sense. And you sense. like these, so I, I just want to emphasize to people the, the this is you hated the traditional one because of how expensive the premiums were. You got nothing in return, and they kept jacking up the premiums. You you disliked them. There were no other options. This yeah. is the first new option you like when as we all grow older and worry about long term nursing home care, which can cost six thousand dollars a month. Are you kidding me? Six thousand dollars. Yeah. Eighty five hundred. All right. Well maybe I'm not gonna be as all sick right, as you. All right. So eighty five hundred dollars is your number. I won't need the daily catheter so, yeah, you'll so, need, John. And and it's just <laughs> and then so I just did this for my what my state of Ohio insurance CDs and one of the questions that is repeated to us to pass the test was how long does it take for a normal couple to liquidate their savings and once they go into learn long term care, how long do you think that is? The blink of an eye. Six months. Because Six I mean the fees the are average. so high, yeah. Yeah. Six months is the average, and a lot of people don't know this. When you go but the, your, uh, pause for a second. Think of that. A lifetime of saving and investing. And then down the drain. The in drain six up. months for this, uh, for because somebody had a stroke or somebody yeah, needs it's, care. It's, it, well, it's, it sucks because I see, the fa- I see the kids, I see the wife, I see the husband, I see the person who's not incapacitated. A lot of the people that go into the nursing home are so incapacitated, they don't have the energy to even to know how what's going on. They can't, they don't even know to hurt. But what for, they hurt for is the spouse and the kids. But for the first time, you can address your clients and say, I got something to offer that you're in personally, incidentally, mm-hmm. that, I want, that, that I think can solve this problem. So explain it so everyone out there listening understands what you're offering. Well, we offer this plan through various companies. I'm going to guide you to the one I think that is right for you, but I'll let you pick. Um, that ought, what's called live, die, quit. That means that 100% of the monies you put in, one. let me repeat that, 100% of the monies you put in, at any one time, you can call me and I say, I want my money back. I give you your money back, period, end of story. If you die and you never use this policy, it goes to your kids plus interest. 100% of the money you put in goes to your children or your spouse. Unlike a premium, if you pay a premium, you lose it all. That's right. So if I die and my wife and I, neither one need nursing home care, all of that money goes to my kids, And uh, just so people understand that, okay? Or if I say, hey, well, we're all pretty healthy. Give us our money. We're going to go blow it. I can get it back, okay? That's what, exactly right. What other options? How, how does this work? And then the other part is, the most, the, the most glamorous part is, now you got affordable long-term care insurance that in the event that you do go to a nursing home, they're going to give you a nice benefit to subsidize your estate so it doesn't get liquidated. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no loose situation here if you can afford it. Well, so, like, how, does, how, 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 does, how do I know if I can afford it or not? Well, you come in. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you come in, and we run a quote on you. We, you know, we ask you, we do a simplified underwriting right there at my desk. What does that mean? We do the underwriting, basically. Do you have this wrong? Do you have this wrong? Do you have this wrong? Tell me about your symptoms. You know, tell me what you're on medication-wise. Tell me what's wrong with you. Now, if you get severe back problems or severe hip problems or you got Alzheimer's already, listen, I'm going to say, listen, and let's go in. Too late. Yeah, let's talk about getting you to your money and me and the attorney. Let's talk about hiding your money, you know. Right. Let's talk about getting this money away from Medicare. Right. Too Medicaid, late now, yeah. Me. If they let's say uh, let's say someone like majority of the people come in and say you know I I take blood pressure medication or I had blood I had breast cancer ten years ago and I had a mastectomy and it's gone and no other symptoms well you're a perfect candidate so we we how much do you want to put we don't we let the clients tell us tell us how much they want to put in you want to put in three grand a year okay this is what they're going to give you for three grand a year 
You want to put in ten grand a year? Okay, this is what you're going to put in for ten. Grand. Well, you could put in. Say, I want to put in ten grand this year, and I want to put in two grand every year after right. that. Right. The company's going to do a table and say we're going to give you this much death benefit. We're going to give you this much long-term care. Oh, and by the way, we're going to give you your money back anytime you want it. Period. End of story. No surrender charge. No hidden fee. No administration fee. Here's your money back. All right. You. So now you say. And is there an age requirement? Can you start this at 60? Do you have to be 40? When can you start it? Uh, yeah, there's no, I mean, so the, I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming there's an age requirement on the bottom, but I can't imagine like a 30-year-old coming and doing this. But, but a uh, 50 or 60-year-old. Yeah, you're looking at somebody's done it. So uh, I would say you can't, I can't remember, but I want to say the cutoff date is past like 75 all right. 74 but, area to where you can't do it after 74, 75. Okay, so let's say I come in and I say, I want to, I'm going to give you $10,000, and then I'm going to put in $2,000. And let's say, you know, you end up with uh, $40,000 as you get older. What kind of benefit do you get? I, you know, my $40,000 that I've given you. There's no way to give you that. I'm literally, you're asking a question I can't answer. Beautiful. I've been, I've been trying for that for well, years. Well, the insurance company say, does that. So if I like, let's say I don't like to do that because what happens is somebody will hold me to that on the radio, or they'll come in and say, "Ron said he gave you forty, and you're saying you're going to give me hundred thousand dollars in coverage." No, I didn't say that. That's what I'm guessing, but so that's why I can't say it. Okay, it's a pure guess, but it's a good return. It's it's always it's always it's a very favorable to both parties. Right, it'll buy me a lot of money. It'll buy you. So remember, and another thing that like once people come to my my seminars on this and my my workshops. The one thing that they're wanting is 100% of coverage for the amount of money they want to give. So listen, that's not going to happen. Our goal here is to protect the house and the estate. So, yeah, give up your Social Security. Let's send them a check and interest from some of your investments and CDs, and then combine it with this coverage. We should be able to hand off majority of the money to your to your kids as it's long as— It's not going to bankrupt you. Right. As long as you don't live for 20 years in a nursing home, you're going to be probably fine. A lot of people, what they want, and I think I've done a good job of explaining, a lot of them want to give the insurance company $50,000 and get a $10,000 benefit for the rest of their life, and no matter what, they're covered. And it just, well, that just insane. Happen. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's insane. So that's why it's important that you deal with a financial planner, or in my case, an investment advisor, and you talk about you know, all the options and what it's going to look like at this day. But you like this option. That's the only option I'll go with. I won't sell long-term care insurance traditionally. Mm-hmm. I won't. I'll pass it on to one of my friends in the but even business. But you bought it yourself. And Jen. And Jen. Because our coverages are ridiculously large because we're starting so young and we're healthy. So it, it makes total sense for us to do it. And, you know, we run it through the companies to get some of a tax write-off. Uh, it's, it's, very, it's very advantageous to us. Very. All right, John Arnold. I mean, it's something... Gang, it's something that I like bringing to people's attention because, first of all, you do it for yourself personally. But secondly, I like bringing it to people's attention because it's the real only alternative to cover you for long-term nursing home care that really makes sense. I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense to you. And, you know, you might you can put in whatever, 3000 a year or whatever, ten or whatever, and then there's a multiplier to that on how much they're mm-hmm. going to pay for you, which can buy you a lot of time. That's the reality. That's why you like it. I, I, I like it because I know that I never have to apologize. That's the one. Like the one thing. What got me out of selling insurance in like the mid two thousands is because I was apologizing a lot. Like, How, how's that? I sold health insurance, and health insurance would go up every year. So the clients would be so happy with my investments, and then they'd be so pissed off at me because the health insurance comes. <laughs> and I, and I try to tell them repeatedly, I have nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like strangle them. Like, I'm just as pissed off as you that this coverage went up 30%, but that's the way of the road here. It's not you so raising what happened it. Yeah. Is, is that would give them reason to shop around and look into another financial advisor. So I just said, forget the insurances, okay? I, I was tired of apologizing for insurance companies who I think are jerks and I think they're out of, I think they're out of line, but that's the way it is. In comes this policy, and for the first time in 12 years, I'm selling insurance. Right now, now with a comma being there, sometimes you would, uh, when you use insurance for a, a passing on to an estate, to estate planning, some it's the best, it's the best, other best types of insurance. Value. Yeah, so let me give you an example. We do this all the time. Someone comes in with $100,000 on a CD, and they say, listen, 
I got this money over here. I got the Social Security. I got my pension, my husband's military pension, blah, blah, blah. I have no bills. I'm 65. I'm never going to, I'm never going to use this hundred grand. Okay, Mr. Mrs. Client, what do you want this hundred grand to do? We want to pass it to our grandkids. Are one of you healthy? That's always the woman. Yeah, the woman. I, or, any cancer, any heart? No. Why should it always be the woman? You know, you're being a sucker. They live longer until <laughs> they get more insurance. And they usually, they, seriously, they usually, they've usually, uh, they usually get better insurance. That's mm-hmm. the way it is. But not long-term care insurance. <laughs> so I say, well, listen, put this hundred grand into this universal life policy. And tomorrow, and as long as you pass the test, we could probably make that hundred grand say maybe two twenty. Mm-hmm. So we just turned 120. We just turned 100 thousand dollars of taxable money into 220 thousand dollars of non-taxable money. Whether they live one more day or 200 years, I know no matter what, they double their money and they're handing this stuff off no probate, no tax. And by, by the way, we just doubled our money today with a signature. Would you believe I'll propose this 10 times and only about say three to four people out of 10 buy into it? Why? They can't get over the hurdle of the name life insurance. I tell them, I don't give a damn what it's called. It's accomplishing something you want to accomplish in a way better return than I could ever give you in the SP 500. We'll package it up in an irrevocable life insurance policy and make it an irrevocable living trust and really knock it all apart because now Medicaid can get to it. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect plan for what they're trying to do, and they can't get over the hurdle of it being called life insurance. I want to run my head through the wall. But it's just another tool in the, in, 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 the, in the toolbox to, to try to do that kind of stuff. One of the other Here's neat- what they're visualizing. Can mm-hmm. I interrupt real quick? Yeah, sure. So what they're visualizing, because remember, this age group grew up with the old Western Southern guy knocking on the door every month for the $3 premium. Yeah. All right, and he's part of the family, comes in for cookies, all those things. So they're picturing that life insurance, which is not that life insurance. Like I'm, I'm trying to explain to them, that's not what this is. I don't sell that. I refer that out. This is a state planning life insurance. We're coordinating it with an attorney, and we're just boxing it up to pass on to your kids in the most tax efficient and most beneficial way. And damn it, I'm telling you, six out of ten of them just can't get over that hurdle to name life insurance. It drives me nuts. And doesn't that pass on with uh, tax free and all that Completely kind of stuff? Completely tax free. Right. If I get, and, and when you explain it, don't people say, "Well, that seems pretty good." They, one, they think it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. They never make the decision that same day. They talk with their kids. Their kids always, you know, their kids always say the same thing I tell my kids. Mom and dad, we don't want anything from you. Right. Well, regardless of the mom and dad, if they, the kids tell you that, guess what? They're going to inherit it. So instead of handing them over $100,000 of probatable, probatable money, how about handing them over $220,000 of non-probatable money and non-taxable money? How's mm-hmm. that, Mr. Mr. So-and-so? And the, the four out of ten people that do it are like, this is beautiful. We packaged up inside an irrevocable life insurance trust. All is well. We know the kids are getting it. Have a nice day. You Let's, get go you got a pretty. Um, I, I want to say uh, with John Arnold, it's it's basically one stop. And let me uh, let me put it this way: you can you can lay out the strategy, okay, for mm-hmm. as you get older to try to protect your assets and try to pass it on to your kids. But uh, and you can lay that out. But when I say it's one stop, you also have an attorney in your building that is an estate planning attorney too. That can yeah. that, that can then that, that that person can say, do we need a will? Do we need a trust? What do we need to do here? So it's like because most people don't have that, so you can help them from the financial standpoint, and then this attorney can can do what his expertise. You know, I mean, so it's one that, stop. That relationship came, uh, really came together just strictly by accident. Oh, that's the best relationship it you is. could have. He was already a he was a tenant of Michael Creator. I bought Michael Creator's practice out. I moved into Michael Creator's spot, and Chuck and I have we just professionally always hit it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, very respectful of each other's practices, and I come kind of know, and he's very inexpensive, and he's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's very easy to deal with. He's very easy to talk to, which is what my clients want. Because the name attorney intimidates people. See, I'm a, I, 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 there's a lot of attorney jokes out there, but I'm a big fan of attorneys. You don't. My thing is, is like you don't like them until you need one. If a good attorney was, is really, I mean, it's it, they're priceless, like the commercial talks about. And you priceless. want an estate attorney when you're talking yeah. estate, not a divorce attorney. Right. Well, ironically, he does both. But he 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 specializes the estate the state part of the estate part of it. And like I said, he's very inexpensive. And when I can just say, hey, 
Here's this gentleman's car. Oh, by the way, he's 10 feet down the hall. He walks out of his office, meet Chuck, and Chuck says, hey, let's talk about a free consultation. He'll do what he can to talk you out of a trust if you don't need it to save you money. If you do need it, I'll put our trust services against anybody's. Price-wise and the way we go about doing it, I'll do it against anybody. How many people do you run into that... Uh Give me a percentage off the top of your head that, that, that they're in their financial planning and they don't have a will. Oh, seven out of 10. But I'm going to include the people who have outdated wills. Bingo. The ones that they, 30 years ago, they put together on and, you know, some of the kids have passed on or, or their whole situation's anymore. changed dramatically. Yeah. And not to mention, a lot of them have millions of dollars that have a will. And I'm thinking, man, if I had millions of dollars, I'd probably, I, by the way, Jen and I have three trusts. Um, so if that tells you anything as a 42 year old, I have trust. Mm-hmm. We have assets that need to be protected. It talks from the grave. The trust talks from the grave, how you want things. Mm-hmm. The will just says where things go. And believe me, John, I'll be very thankful. Ron, because we have you designated 25% right now. I'm just going to, I will, I, I'm right going to visit the grave site weekly. I knew you would. You'll sleep by it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Jennifer's side probably. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Ryan Cakes. <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you. You know what I mean? I'm going to bring flowers. Sure. I'm going to say a sure. prayer oh, over there and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But th- but this is all stuff that, you know, talk is cheap, deeds are precious. This is all stuff you do for yourself, too. It is. And I'm always happy to show people my portfolio mm-hmm. and, our, and our trust to say, hey, listen, I'm not, you know, like that old term commercials, I'm not just a member, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the owner or the president or the user. Right. I'm the same, like that's, I, I believe in what I'm telling you. Right, well, for yourself yeah. as, as well. John Arnold is our guest, and he, you know, he has different th- criterias. I mean, when you come in to see John, he's going to talk to you. You know, he's going to interview you as you interview him, quite mm-hmm. frankly, to assess you know your age, your risk level, what you're looking for, and you're going to come up with specific ideas for that particular person's investments. And then uh, and, uh, see if they're comfortable with them and listen to what they have to say. I'll explain more of it when we come back with John Arnold right after this. Team. <laughs> All right. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy Cigar Box. Inside Cheap Tobacco, State Street, Gerard. 24 is our low for tonight. We're not right now at 35. We're above freezing. 32 is the high tomorrow, freezing, and 22. So as we go on through the night, it's going to get cold and go back to ice and be ice in the morning, and then we'll be up to 32. So it's going to be one of those days where we're not going to be above freezing. But there's hope on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. 43 Wednesday, 52 Thursday, 44 on Friday. Right now, we're sitting at 35 at News Radio 570 WKBN. It's Monday, January 8, 2018. Sitting at microphone number one over there is the one and only John Arnold. And uh, you'll, uh, first of all, and I'll get back to talking to John momentarily, but I mean, he, it, it is a joint interview when you come in to see John. He's going to ask you what you're looking for, and, he's, and you're going to talk to him. But he's going to lay out a strategy for you and your money uh, based on numerous factors. John has the ability to shift money. You know, to he is a money manager. He's not a guy that says he doesn't make money on commission by selling and all that kind of stuff. So he, he doesn't do that. He eats all those charges, and he has the ability to say, "Okay, we're going to get out of this and go to this," so he doesn't have to call you if things are going down and that kind of stuff. This is what what what, what I like to call an active money manager. Yeah, you described it. That's exactly the that's the pure definition, pure definition. But for older people, they're familiar with the guy that you know you 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 do it. You never hear from them. They buy, they sell, they make money that way. A lot of people are familiar with that. This is a whole new dynamic of what you're doing. Well, I gotta be like I, like I mean the, others I do it, but this is it, okay because because the majority of the industry have moved this way. I did it in 2007. So when you hear that, when you hear that. Uh, when you hear that fiduciary role, okay, that's forced that people like the guys at Maryland. Those guys went from having to do, you know, doing commissions and making big tickets, to now they're forced to do the fee-based approach, and uh, which is a better approach. Which it you, is. You, which you changed to long before any I of those did, people I did. did. I did, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very, very proud of that because I beat I beat the big dogs of their game, and uh, you know we got a nice jump start. But I will say we're over. Of $122 million in assets, or 125 million, I think, 
I think we're at 65 million to 70 million in RAA assets, advisory assets. And we started in 2007 with zero. You know, we were all commission based. And, you know, we're slowly transferring the clients over to advisory and taking on more clients as. And can we say a lot of that is word of mouth from uh, one person telling the other, a neighbor telling a neighbor, saying, hey, I'm doing okay here? We we don't do anything but referral business because we're very selective of our clients. So the clients that come in off the radio, we do a nice interview with. And the clients that. Uh, we take on, we don't do any sales p- pitches, we don't do any cold calling, we don't do any workshops. Or not, uh, so we do do workshops, but we don't do any, like, say, maybe business lunch and learns and stuff I used to do when I first started. It's strictly referral-based business. Well, to be blunt, there were a lot of things when you first started that as you grew, as time went on, you didn't like, and you said, I'm no, not going to do this I, anymore. And looking back, I felt ridiculous with some of the stupid the stuff I fell for. And, and and I sold to our clients and like VULs. But and, you had a major. You personally had a major transformation. You know to, well, to say it's like it anything. doesn't. You know, you said to me, "Doesn't make any sense why if you're losing money, we sell a stock. I'm making a commission." It, it, that bothered you. It bothered me because I will tell you, and most guys in my industry feel this way. You you eventually you love and care care about your clients, and I truly mean the term love because. Those people who are handing off something to you that's probably third in line in their hierarchy of needs at home, of importance to them, whether it's their spouse and their kids and then their money, or maybe their religion, their spouse and then their money, but they're handing off something very intimate to you. Then they're saying, hey, my blood, sweat, and tears earnest, or my dad's blood, sweat, and tears earnest inherited to me, and I'm trusting you with this. So you, you, you literally fall in love with those people, and they fall in love with you. And if you love those people and you care about them as much as you say you do, and you hit them with a commission and they lost money because you're wrong, and you will be, that hurts. Mm-hmm. That hurts if you care, right? So that's that's kind of the, the, the change in philosophy me in 2007 and on. So and it, so that's that. Hey, on more of a positive note, spin it to, I'm proud to say there will be one more Arnold in the family as of Wednesday morning. Uh, the wife let me do it again, so mm-hmm. we have one more Arnold due, and... That's right. You know, we don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl tomorrow, but uh, we've already determined if it's a boy, Ronald Allen Arnold. It is. And uh, after my hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and if it's a girl, it'll be Rhonda Arnold. Uh, I think the names we have picked are, are uh, let me get this right, Jordan, Telefina, Arnold. Telefina. Yeah, because my that? my my, uh, my wife's grandmother's name was Tilly for short, and her 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 traditional name was Telefina. Mm-hmm. And then my my the boy's name, if it's a boy, is Jet Augustus Arnold, which is pretty masculine. I like that one. Jet. Jet J E T T. Mm-hmm. So we're excited. We're excited either way. I, can't, I know. Obviously, we want the baby to be very healthy. Well, the whole Ronald Ronaldo yeah, thing I'm is sorry, uh, out the I window. To let you down, man. What I'm about what about down. Donald J Arnold? Well, Donald John, J is his middle name. But, like uh, after no, Trump. No, yeah. I like Trump, but I don't love him, and I don't like him like that. But yeah, I, we're excited. We're excited. And I'm excited for you. Jennifer's I really am. anxious as the day is long, man. She's ready to pop. Well, good Three for scares, you. We, Send yeah, me a text. We, I want to know if it's a boy or a girl. We will definitely be uh, sending out a text on a Facebook post announcing it. And thanks for all the Facebook posts and the texts for the, the clients and friends of Carriage who are listening. Thank you very much. Happy New Year. What's your Happy phone New number Year. to get a hold oh, of you? Get a hold of us, 330-965-9890. That's a free consultation, no pressure, obli- no obligation appointment. All right. Look forward thanks, to hearing John. from you.